0: Welcome back. Cal Group has weathered tough trading conditions. In the annual period, the company formerly known as Carp Agri delivered a 42.7% jump in revenue. The full effect of the massive rise in revenue, however, was not reflected in its profit, as it was dealt a blow by tight monetary policy and rising costs associated with load shedding. And so recurring headline earnings per share only rose by 7.2%. And joining me now to take us through the year that was for the company is uh, CEO Sean Welsh. Thank you so much for your time, Sean. Let's actually start off with that top line because we saw uh, amazing growth uh, on the fuel company. Of course, the big contributor there was Peg. Um, so let's actually start off with that. And I'd like to know, you know, just frame that growth for, for us. But also, if we can continue to see this kind of growth momentum, seeing as uh, PEG was only in, uh, included for the first time in the full, re- full year results uh, in these financial, uh, uh, in these numbers?
1: Yes, so um, the non, non-PEG uh, business grew at about 4.5% mm-hmm. in probably one of the toughest trading years in, in a long time yeah uh within that they uh, actually grew uh, fuel uh, volumes by sixteen percent, but fertilizer deflation resulted in a negative nineteen percent turnover growth in that space uh, but uh, we were happy that our workwear was up eleven percent um, our pet and accessories was up eleven percent um so overall it's actually being a marvelous result under circumstances. It's, you know, in front takes just our cement was down 7%, but the sector was down more than 10%. So we've definitely grown market share uh, during the year. So it's, it, it's not only a story of uh, just pay growth this year. Uh, yes, we were very bold to make that billion rand investment. And it is paid off for us.
0: Uh, all right. Well, in not so good news, we did have uh, agri-mark grain and manufacturing revenue slipping into the red. So, just talk to us about the pressure that you saw there.
1: So, uh, the wheat uh, or agri grain really was just a bit lower, twelve percent lower. But uh, the harvests were twenty-seven percent lower. So, they actually did very well to to make up with alternative products. Um, And then the manufacturing side felt the pressure of load shedding indirectly on the farmers. So what basically happens is that the farmers had to spend their money on generator costs to keep their fruit and vegetable cold and processing um, and had to actually cancel all their irrigation and infrastructure spend with us. And, and that was really just due to load shedding. So we saw that uptick recovering from about uh, August, mm. and that has continued into, into October. So we're happy that it's starting to normalize. Uh, we seem to be finding a way to get used to load shedding
0: if that is yeah. possible ah. Well you talk about this indirect uh, impact on the manufacturing business from the farmers so just actually uh, frame for us the costs that you did, the direct costs that you uh, did uh, you know, experience from load shedding but also some of the other indirect costs
1: Absolutely. So we spent uh, $63 million in operational expenditure on generated costs and maintenance for the year. That would have lifted our earnings uh, before interest and tax by an additional 6% uh, to nearly 40% growth. Um, uh, so it was significant for the year. As we say, ESCOM uh, ate our pie this year.
0: Yeah.
1: And. Um, so, the indirect costs were another twenty four million in capex for the year, which we could have actually spent on actually growth and expansion projects and had to curtail that um, but you know indirectly, I think our calculations from the june uh, January to June period was that we lost one hundred and fourteen million in sales to our farmers mm. just because they had to spend money on generators uh, at farm level
0: yeah um you talk about how you made inroads in market share, and uh, a lot of the time you hear that that is because um, the customers could 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 uh, take in the prices and I'm actually wondering how your margins are faring and how you've been able to navigate that high input cost um, environment together with the selling prices.
1: So we, unfortunately, in South Africa, all the commodities are price takers. So whatever happens to the international price, we just have to accept and pass on, uh, unfortunately, to either the farmer and then ultimately it ends up in an inflation price for consumers. Um, I must say, though, that the high fertilizer prices yeah. um, of 2022 actually dissipated during 2023 uh, at one level, they were 30 to 40 percent lower than 2022, but not quite back to the 2021 numbers. So uh, at farm level, they are still in experiencing a relatively high commodity prices, but it was a bit lower than the prior year.
0: Uh, all right. And just lastly, uh, Sean, as we wrap up the conversation, uh, looking forward now, what are you uh, putting a laser focus on in the next financial year?
1: Oh, we're very excited uh we we now used to load chilling so that's in our base yeah, uh, yeah. whatever we can do to make it better we'll grow our, our earnings for the new year now i think that the prospects are very positive for us you know a year ago sitting now we knew that the table grape harvest would be small we knew the wheat harvest was smaller uh, we knew the fruits were struggling to get out of the uh, the ports so this year, we're sitting with exactly the opposite. The wheat harvest is going to be the second largest in 15 years. Uh, the table grape harvest looks very promising. Um, and uh, generally, the fruits are really looking good. So the agricultural side seems as if it'll, it'll look after itself. I'm hoping that higher the high interest rates do start coming off uh, in next year yeah. at some stage. And that will then put more... Uh, you know, disposable expenditure ability into the general consumer. And then we'll see the building materials market as a pickup. So I think prospects from this base are looking good. And especially for us, I think we're very well positioned.
0: Ah, all right. Well, thank you so much for your time and giving us insights on those numbers that came from Cal Group today. Sean, that was the CEO of Cal Group, Sean Walsh.